Welcome back to the Super Secret Startup Podcast. This is episode eight, where we will be talking about COVID-19 pandemics, disasters, um, things that you don't want to happen to your business, um, but inevitably might happen and how to prepare yourself and potentially even grow from those situations. So... I think that the easiest one to talk about first is COVID-19 because we all are currently living in it and have experienced um, what has happened, especially in the food and bar industry, um, when COVID-19 happened. Let's just say 2020 wasn't the year to be, uh, to be starting a business. It's tr- true, true, true. 2020, 2020 was rough. Was rough they, for the businesses. All ten years, we had all the natural disasters and everything you could grow at us for yeah. decades. Yeah, one year. <laughs> Definitely, um, I think we alluded to it maybe uh, t- in the other episode of just like the restrictions and knowing your counties and mm-hmm. and where your business is, um, and stuff. So- something definitely seen when COVID hit of counties closing, cities closing. Um, obviously, when you have in this case, a global pandemic that affects everyone, there's going to be different ways that um, it's facilitated and and kept under under control. Where you might have a bar in the town, all the bars in the town closed, but then twelve miles down the road, you have every single bar open and yep. they're serving food and alcohol and that. So, um, if you skipped over episode six of legal and restrictions and guidelines, like definitely revisit that one and, and know your guidelines and your restrictions. Um, and then make sure you stop on by in that episode to look at the insurance and, and those things. Cause I think, um, insurance covered a lot of things that yeah. happened, especially in COVID-19. Umbrella, whole umbrella insurance. I'm sure there's a policy on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then lawyer too, anytime you get in trouble. Make sure you pay them as well. Yes, definitely pay them. Uh, They won't give you your money until you pay them. So um, even the small things, uh, I think COVID-19, even a restaurant losing their inventory from April to May, it's not something you would immediately think of when you think pandemic, but uh, a lot of inventory is lost even when no one's eating or or that. Um, yeah, like you said, with everybody, like with counties, certain counties being shut down, I mean, that if you looked at it here in Iowa, what really happened was all the major college towns had an uprise or an uptick in uh, COVID uh, positive cases. So, I mean, they shut down the bars in those counties. So, I mean, if you're got, I mean, you and I, we, I would be a business that strongly suggested or required masks get in, um, you know, taking those proper uh, steps so that way you can stay in business. I mean, it would really, really suck to not be in business, you know, for your first year or whatever, but, um, or be in business at all. So yeah. Just making sure you stick to those guidelines. And then also just have like a backup plan too. Like if you can't have your business open for whatever reason, I know like some bars, can you, I think you could, like, order drinks and have, and, like, pick them up. Or yep. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. To-go drinks, but also, I think, when they made the ban on establishments that only serve alcohol, so all of a sudden, 
a bar that for 20 years had only been serving alcohol all of a sudden was serving flatbread pizzas and hot dogs because then all of a sudden they could be open. So um, not even if it's a backup plan that you want to do, but a backup plan that um, can be put in place in order to put put money on the, money in the table. Well, yeah, sometimes you can't even think for everything. So, it, I mean, it's just staying sharp and, you know. Staying with the industry, too. Yeah, yeah staying sharp. Stay with the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, revisit the days of starting the business from scratch. Yeah. You know, if you have to, I think we, you know, we cover pandemic, but also you know the misfortunes of uh, natural disaster, flood, fire. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully not a hurricane in Iowa, but mm-hmm. um, we had some. <laughs> yeah, uh, those things that really kind of disrupts everything and you got to go back to the drawing board of what you want to do and and how you want to fix that uh knowing um knowing those regulations and guidelines and and updated ones um building that trust and that marketing and that customer base that if you have to um you're not going to really lose your customers if anything you you might grow some customers Wanting to support. I was just going to say, yeah, like that's a big one that we might miss out on was going to be the, the customers um, having those relationships with them. They're going to, uh, they might be the reason you stay afloat during mm-hmm. this pandemic or um, while you're rebuilding or doing something like that. You might be able to just serve alcohol or you might be able to just serve food. Yeah. During I, that re- rebuilding stage. With the, um, the to-go drinks and, and that topic, you know, th- these situations that are, you know, really bad <laughs> in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, can end up being a great time for that diversification and that discovery that, oh, wait, we can do to-go alcohol drinks. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, wait, I can't, there is a better way for me to do my online ordering. Or there is a better way that, there's a there's a way that I can serve thirty people when my restaurant only ser- seats twenty because I can do online, mm-hmm. you know, or um, you know the bar or small restaurant that never thought they would cater because they were too busy focused on the restaurant, but then yeah. all of a sudden catering now is a huge thing because yeah, well, there's a lot yeah. of apps that do that too, and getting involved with those apps that know that you'll do this and that, you know, mm-hmm. so that's big too. I think kind of going back to um, back to having your customers kind of keeping you afloat in a sense, like I think having good customer relationships is huge in a sense like that because if you're in a pandemic like we currently are uh, and people are ordering drinks like to-go drinks, you can get any, a to-go drink anywhere. You're not going to a bar for the atmosphere. At this point, you're just going either because you want cheap or because you want to support that business. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, when I personally, like during all of it, when everything was closed, like I specifically would order food from the places that I didn't want to close. Mm-hmm. Like I would get food from Pablo's a bunch because I didn't want Pablo's to close. And Pablo's just has really good yeah, food. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> But so like having good customer relationships is huge in that sense, I think anyway. Yeah. Like I've seen from like working with Ari's Lounge this semester 
is like throughout the pandemic, she her customers she created such a great relationship with them that they really like helped her and supported her throughout this whole situation with like takeouts and everything. And so then when she finally was able to open again, they were all coming in and they were ordering a bunch of stuff. So it was great to kind of see that all play out. Yeah, that was interesting when we did do that. Uh, um, oh, I don't know what that we call that workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. when she knew a lot of the customers that were in there and everything. Oh else. yeah. Yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah, if if one thing to like reflect and look back on the last eight episodes and and come up with like what's the biggest thing that is taking the business from from an idea to hopefully we kind of feel that we could you know, somewhat go out and, and run this venture mm-hmm. is that that focus on that customer is uh, not only the only way the revenue potentially is coming into the business, but also the way that the business will continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these pandemics and these disasters are prime examples because the customers stop coming and what ends up happening, the business um, struggles and, and ends up some unfortunately have to close. Um, yeah, it's making that connection between your customers and the product that you're selling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, we talked about Facebook, you know, yeah. Instagram, web, um, and just getting your name out there, word of mouth, everything else. Just make that connection. I think that's a really big takeaway, too. Once once it's kind of more of an idea and more of an action. Yeah. Yeah, and I would also point out that all the you know the eight steps that we took even though we did talk a lot about a lot that these eight steps aren't the only steps that are needed to be taken when you start up a business um and they aren't one-time steps either i think each step can be constantly refined and looked at and reevaluated for the business in the situation that it's in so um i hope everyone's enjoyed our walk through and and trial and errors of starting our Mexican bar in the college town of Cedar Falls, Iowa. And hopefully uh, you tune in next time when we talk about a new business idea, a new place, and a new situation, um, and walk through eight new steps with us.